Welcome to the Straight to the Point podcast. Hi, my name is Bo Crable. I am an Amazon seller investor, and I've been lucky enough to be mentored by several millionaire business icons at a very young age, and I took action on their advice. This podcast is all about providing you with the right knowledge to succeed in the online retail business and grow your personal wealth to your maximized potential. Let's get right into it. The advice I'd give to my 12-year-old self I'm really excited to kind of talk about this podcast episode, and I hope I get a lot of uh, you know feedback on this on social media because I think it's extremely important because if you look at all the habits and the trauma and how you interact and how emotional someone is, a lot of it has to do with how you were as a child and throughout your childhood. And also, I really like this because I got technically started off in business. I was really doing a hobby, really in the world of making money online at the age of 12. So if you don't know my story, I got started off selling socks at the age of 12 on eBay. And at this time, I was, you know, making a couple thousand dollars per month. And the first thing I would tell my 12-year-old self would be to learn the difference between spending, saving, and investing money. Now, there's a lot of things that I, looking back at it, I probably wouldn't change anything because I would not be who I am today from all the failures, successes, um, you know, people that I've encountered with. I would not be the same person I am today. And I'm pretty proud of what I've done. So I th- actually, I would never change anything. However, if I had to go back and let's say teaching my 12-year-old self on something that I believe that would be important or teach other 12-year-olds and just something that people should really have an understanding with, which if you're listening to this episode, you're probably not 12, but you may have this you know, same connection here, is I would explain to myself the difference between saving, investing, and spending. So when I was 12, actually, you know, I was making some money uh, as a hobby. Obviously, I didn't have any expenses because I was you know, a child, every single dollar that I made, I would hoarder, I would save. Anything that was not a necessity, I would not spend money on. Literally, I would put actual dollar bills, cash, $100 bills, 20s, into a safe in my closet with a passcode, wouldn't tell the passcode to anybody, and I would count up the money every single week. And the thing is, I never really understood the difference between you know, compound interest and opportunity costs, which now I understand now. And it's really funny. I think it's a good example because I was selling Nike socks at the age of 12 and Nike understands it. And I think that any single person who is operating a business um, needs to be, understand how an investor thinks. So Nike, when I started selling their Nike Elite socks when I was 12, they were for, it was like $11.99. Those same exact socks now sell for $13.99. And they've also came out with other types of the socks for the same exact things for like $16. So Nike has increased their price over time. And the reasons why is they understand inflation. In the US, inflation is around 2 to 2.5% two every single year. So if I'm technically, let's say I have $100 in the bank, I actually lost $2.5 if that money did not make anything, if I just saved it. So saving should really be seen as losing money. Um, investing is really the only way, as long as you're growing at a rate that actually makes sense, right? So, and actually, I really started to learn this concept, and it didn't really hit me hard. No, I was making before I even understood this concept of the difference between investing and saving. I was making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. So, I think there's a lot of people who um, are doing nothing, who are working a job, and even people who are doing making good money don't know this difference. So, the two people that impact my life who I would say taught me the difference between saving and investing is uh, my good buddy, Caleb Williams, who teaches people how to be better with their wealth. He has a company called Better Wealth. And then also a buddy of mine who owns a funding company, which I actually cannot 
say his name right now. Um, hopefully I can in the future because he has some interesting business deal going on that he's... Anyway, long story short, a guy who owns a funding company and my buddy Caleb really hit this idea hard with me. Caleb hit, me, hit it hard with me. is like, okay, well, if you spend $1,000 on something you didn't need or if you lose $1,000, right? What if you invested that money? Let's say you made a 50% return in a year's time. So then I started like downloading a compound interest calculator. So the first thing I would do to a 12 year older to myself, I would literally spend probably a whole semester, a couple months at least, just teaching about compound interest and opportunity cost. Uh, Albert Einstein says, I think this is like the eighth wonder of the world or something like that. Um, one of the wonders of the world, he says, is a compound interest that either someone is paying it or someone is um, you know receiving it. The reason why I think buying cars is one of the worst things you can ever do is because you know, why it's really idiotic that you see all these e-commerce people who make money then go buy up all these fancy cars is you're, you know, buying something that is going down in price, paying an interest on to it. Um, but anyway, you know, I love about selling Amazon because it's really growing your money. And then with opportunity costs, it's really interesting. With this is a, you know, the guy talking about funding, I remember I was actually at an event of mine and uh, the owner of this funding company said, Bo, you know, do you think that the owner of this hotel that we're in right now, if there's a, an issue that happens with this carpet, do you think he's using his own money for this? Or do you think he's using borrowed money? If you look at things like the stock market and, you know, um, people using other people's money, it's because it makes sense, right? If you can, you know, understand that you can make a profit by turning a dollar into a dollar thirty, then, okay, if you have $10 to your name, great, you can make, you know, 13 you can make $3. Um, but if you can use other people's money, then that's really huge. So that's one thing I would tell myself is really just getting a big understanding about money. Um, I want to get too technical with it, but really start to build in the habit of, okay, there's a difference between spending, because a lot of people just spend their money, right? So if you're just spending your money on stuff you don't need, you need to fix that. But then the next thing I would tell myself, because I was never a big spender, I never wasted any money, was, okay, Bo, you're good at this, but you're not good enough. You need to understand the difference between investing. The The next thing I would tell myself is, <laughs> it's actually really funny about this, is understand that I'm valuable and that there will probably be people in the future that will try to think that you're not valuable or try that have selfish interests. Pretty much what I would tell myself is that, you know, about um, 12 year old is understand, you know, you're not a selfish guy, but there's a lot of people that are selfish out there. So if you think there's someone out there to actually help you, um, just be cautious of they are, you know, do background research, start with it slowly. You know, the amount of people that I've wasted money on, done bad partnerships with, paid the wrong people, it's absolutely insane. Now I've paid some people extreme the right people and have grown my money and have done amazing things with. But with most of those people, it all happened to be because both of those people did not need us to depend on each other. Makes sense. So I would say that is always make sure that whatever business deal you get in with or even friends that you have, make sure there is a mutual benefit out of each other. So there's that. You know, I would probably also say to myself too is get rid of some friends that I don't need as soon as possible. Because if you look at, you know, middle school and high school, you look at your young years, it doesn't really matter. And it's really funny. I was uh, talking uh, to this with my girlfriend the other day and just kind of going over some friends that we had in the past. And it was it's really interesting because if you look at people from the past that would say were studs in high school or jocks or whatever it may be, what are they doing now? Uh, the amount of friends I can count that, you know, had huge aspirations for themselves that were really smart. They were cool kids in high school that are now still living with their parents, you know, in their early 20s, some even they're in their 30s, still living with their parents. It's pretty sad. So there's not bringing that up. It's not, you know, to pick down on anyone. It's just the fact that, okay, 
what you're doing right now, there is something bigger than your current life than is to it, right? So thinking that your circle right now is everything. Even I asked myself today, like, okay, what I'm doing right now, is that the biggest thing I'm going to accomplish? Someone that I really look up to, Alex Mayer, is he hit this really hard. You know, I actually was lucky enough to, I went to some investor meeting, um, which is at Ty Lopez's house and Alex Mayer was there. And this was just after Alex Mayer sold his company, Zeus.com for like 150 million bucks. And one of the things that Alex actually said to me was, uh, I hope this never is the biggest success I have in my life. I was like, that's interesting. So kind of always telling myself that where I'm at right now, understand that this is not everything. There's still more to go, which some people, it's kind of a different mindset, right? Some people are just like, oh, I just want to make some money now and do nothing, which is fine. The mindset that I have is like, okay, I'm always going to do something bigger and better. Uh, that's why I like making these podcast episodes to document to really see how the future is going to uh, behold. But that's really what I would tell myself, you know. I think also kind of be a little more patient um, with things. Like I always try to go fast, go fast, go fast, take action. Real quick. It definitely worked out well. But sometimes taking a step back, you know, realizing where I'm at in my surroundings and understanding this is not everything. I have something bigger in the future is super important. So anyway, that's what I would tell my 12-year-old self. So share this on Facebook. Let me know what you would tell your 12-year-old self. What uh, things do you think you've messed up on? And I think it's really important to have that conversation with yourself because you can realize what are some bad habits that you have. Now, I even got value out of just talking in this podcast episode. So anyway, go share this on Facebook or social media and have a great day, morning or night or workout, however you're listening to this or a nice drive, whatever you're doing. So you want to become an Amazon seller. What is the best way to get started? I get this question all the time saying, Bo, you know, how does this business model work? Like what are the first steps? How do I find suppliers? How do I find products? Where are suppliers found? How do I build relationships with suppliers? How do I get ungated? How do I sell in restricted categories and brands? How do I utilize software? What are the rules for selling Amazon? And how can I actually scale? Now, perfect for you, I've actually put together a free four-day training they can get free access to. And all you need to do is go to onlineretailmastery.com. That's all you need to do, just right there. And just got to Put in your email, make sure it's a real email because I'll send it to you directly and you're going to get access to that four-day training where you're going to learn about that. So day one, I'm going to be covering about the business model and you know the ideal products to sell, how to research those products. Uh, day two, going over relationships with suppliers, finding suppliers, automating with software. Day three, going over about ungating, suspension prevention, managing your Amazon account. And also on uh, the last day, we're going over about scaling and how to really get started and go to the next steps. So if you want to get all that answered for you, my four-day training put a lot of time into it, and I understand that you're going to go through this and learn a lot of massive value in regards to selling on Amazon. So go to onlineretailmastery.com, put in your information, and start to watch it. It's not too long to go through. It's like 20 to 30 minutes a day. Um, sometimes it gets as high as like 40 minutes. But yeah, go to onlineretailmastery.com. That's O-N-L-I-N-E-R-E-T-A-I-L-M-A-S-T-E-R-Y. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode. The feedback has just been tremendous so far. I'm loving it. And I'd love it if you just took the next 30 seconds of your time to do me a quick favor. Please go ahead and leave a five-star rating and drop your number one takeaway from this episode inside whatever podcast platform that you're using. This is really just like a virtual pat on the back for me to continue to keep pumping out free content. Thank you so much and see you on the next episode.